It's been 50 years since the War of the Wilds, and still nothing grows on the Kindlelands. The exact day the flora of the world stood up and ravaged the cities of the Greenor Peninsula is lost to the ages. After the great fire tore its way from west to east, turning the land barren and fallow, the otherworldly patrons, the guides, and the great cities of the Kindlelands worked together in their own way to bring a kind of peace to a war-torn people. It is a gentle, delicate balance, and something or someone threatens it. Hello, and welcome to another path. My name is Chase, and I'll be your GM. Today, the Forebearer. Thank you to our backers Carlin, Kat, and Kim for their support. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. Everybody has the right microphone yes. recording. Yes. Check. We are Excellent. into the snowball. Every time I, I, I have fixed this problem. So have I, but I'm going to ask every time from now on because the like the third time after I stopped asking, every time it happened. Why did you ask after we started recording? Because we were in the moment. Because <laughs> now we can put you on blast in the public forum. Well, look, his audio so. did that for him. But so did mine. So there's that. There you go. And so it so it turns it turns out that uh, recording into this new program, you have to hit the record button twice. Where? Oh, huh, huh. So that's what I've learned today. Hmm? So like, what did you learn today, little boy? Well, some (laughs) bullshit. That's what, mom. So can I tell you guys about the crazy thing that happened to me in my work weeks? Oh, uh, God, since yeah. Please, please, please take yeah. my mind off my work weeks. Please, 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 please. I work at a... Hmm. How vague do I want to be with where I work? You work at a bread mine. I work at a bread mine. We'll just leave it at that. At a, a, at, at a large-scale bread mine. Yeah. And uh, this is right downtown at like, oh, 10.30 in the morning on a Tuesday... Uh, we got a bomb threat at a restaurant, essentially. I've never heard of a place like that being sent a bomb threat before. It was very, it was very simple. It was like, I, I, as far as I didn't witness the like handing off of the mail or anything, but in the mail, there was a, a, a letter that basically said, there's a pipe bomb that's set to go off. And that's all it said. So we very calmly evacuated, got everyone out and said, hey, here's the sitch. Cops were called and all that noise. And we were back in the store in like by like 30 minutes. But it was just bizarre. Did they did they catch this guy? Because that was not the only threat he sent no, out that week. No, Correct. He, is, he has not been caught. Earlier she, in the week. Whoever. Yeah. Early, earlier in the week, this person also sent a bomb threat to a school, which is a lot more bad yeah. i would argue yeah yeah um that and feeds, that feeds into the crap that my week my life's been at work yeah. the last couple of weeks um mm-hmm. i overheard the or someone overheard the officer say that like the the handwriting matched and yeah. whatnot mm. but what's weird and this is where the minor bit of humor comes into the situation um 
two Tuesdays prior to that Tuesday, we all also evacuated the building because there was a gas leak on Main Street, uh, Main Street as they were doing construction. And so it was like the same people who evacuated again. So we're just like, here we go again. Let's just, let's, is this going to happen every other Tuesday? All right. Let's make it into a day. Yeah. Uh, now, Griffin both days sent me a Snapchat alerting yeah. me of his current situation. Yes. <laughs> the second time I thought it was another gas leak because no. the gas leak happened because of construction, which is continuing to happen on Main Street. I'm like, oh, really? Again? He's like, nah, bomb threat. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> One, the fuck? Two, redacted? Bread mine? Yeah, Napero wheat. <laughs> I love Napero wheat. Uh, the other funny thing that p- resulted as part of this event was we were all waiting outside. Um, the cops had cleared the place and everything, but we were waiting to hear back from our, like, regional manager dude to, like, send us back in as something, you know, corporate, corporate, blah, blah, blah. And so we're just kind of all lingering outside, and a guy walks up, like, looking to go into the store. And my manager explains, oh, we're closed for the minute, you're explaining the situation, but we'll be open in, you know, just a couple minutes, I'm sure. And the guy just says, okay, but I had a pickup order. (laughs) (laughs) It's tainted now, you can't have it. (laughs) And so, five minutes later, we walk back in, and the guy (laughs) gets his order and leaves. I had a pickup I mean... I mean, I guess that's what you do. I guess that's what you mm-hmm. do, but so if you are if you're working in a bread mine, yeah, um, do you have to check under your fingernails for like wheat dust? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and because and, you can't, uh, you know, you can't go home and develop gluten lung. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna go with yeast lung. Yeast lung works too, but gluten's an actual thing. One so bread dust is real. Mm-hmm. Two. When Zach and I worked at the cookie mines in town, the owner of the store did develop pneumonia from repeated inhalation of flour. It is called Baker's Lung. Yeah, Baker's it's a real lung, thing. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you All go. Right. I've learned two things today. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, Zach, what's your saying? Oh, mine's just significantly long. Uh, not significantly longer. Significantly shorter. Um, I was at work at the museum, and a kid walks up to me and looks up and goes, are you God? What? <laughs> Apropos of nothing, just, are you God? Uh, How did you respond? Well, see, what I wish I would have done is just been like, shh, don't tell anyone. That would have been, <laughs> that would have been aces. But, yeah. I, but more, I just looked, I didn't get confused. I was like, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, little, little man. I'm in the middle of a weird staycation kind of situation. Staycation, all I ever wanted. You know, it's, it kind of is, actually. It is kind of all I've ever wanted because this was... <laughs> yesterday, I was able to, like, you know, go to the laundromat, get laundry done. On Saturday, I picked up God of War on my way home. Boy. I playing the fuck out of Boy. that. Yeah. Boy. Boy. I figured we've been making that joke enough where I should probably play the game. And it's legit. It's fair. Is it too legit? No, not at all. Okay. It's it's just <laughs> legit enough. Dope. And I've been doing a lot of mini painting. It's been really nice. Nice. That's delightful. Yeah. yeah. Delightful. I finally closed the musical, and I forgot that my scene shop had a floor. Because oh um, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, I forgot that there was a floor down there. Um. So that's fun. 
And then I also had to say goodbye to a couple of seniors. Oh, so, uh, yeah. I mean, the school year's not over yet, but the end of the musical is kind of the yeah. end of things. So, yeah. yeah. Guys, I don't remember how to, I don't remember how to didn't. How do, how do, how do didn't? It's like riding a bike. Okay. You really never forget. That was, I right. tried to be kind of funny, but it was just kind of pithy instead. Yeah. What are yeah. you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. They can't all be winners. That's what editing's for. Truth. Even in the early winter chill, high noon at the top of Bulwark warms up nicely. Master B leads you all along quietly, saying little to any of you. You follow in a line, Jackson taking the head. In a stark contrast to the night before, the roads hum with people, mostly humans and dwarves. The air is nearly devoid of animals. A few seagulls who drifted up from the bay seem to watch your passing. Still, and silent. Um, I don't think Zephyr said anything since you left. Um, if I can roll, I get, if I can turn back time a little bit. Um, <laughs> whoosh, 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 I think whoosh, the whoosh, moment Zephyr read those words, like he like shot up from the table, like t- like chair, like tipped behind him, and just like clapped a hand over his mouth. And has yet to say anything. And if I recall, I am horrifically hungover. You're not in a great space. You woke up in a garden. Um, Jackson made you the magic potion. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I take the great axe off my back and I swing it in the air a few times to get some some general frost built up on it. And I just press my head into the cold <laughs> to try to like shock myself up a little bit, just like, Ugh! and then I pour a little produced flame in my hand and slap myself in the face with it. <sighs> I'm good. Oh god. That's good. That's good. I I need you good, Mordecai. Zephyr. Mm. Zephyr. Yes. Zaph. Oh. Um. I I think uh, I I he pulls that book out. Um. I need you to read this, please. I can uh, do that now. <laughs> What's what's up? He, you oh, should do it, Mor- yeah. Mordecai. You do it. You'll be faster. And he, at it. he opens up the page that he uh, read, you know, it, uh, and just sort of turns it around and shows uh, it to Mordecai. Carlos Montblanc, Alina Callion. Wait a minute. Is that your dad? Reg- no, Regor Shenastiliath. Rogar. 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 I, that's what you named your. Oh, <laughs> wait. This, what? Oh, oh. Um, Jackson, this these were the last three of the who did the Aegis. I need to talk to your mother. I need to know if she knew this. We ju- we just left, Zaf. We um. I need to know more about this. Hang on. Let me. I, I say this out loud as I go through my men- Mordecai goes through his mental spell list and just right. say, "I need an animal. I need a bird or something." I start fumaging. Through my pack for like, uh, like. Does it need to be alive? Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, I was hoping you'd say. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me use, let me use your little guy. Okay. Um, I will, I will write down a message real quick. Okay. I will, I will, while we're walking, try to write out as, as legibly as I can with my, um, green quill pen. Mom. Uh, what, what do I even. You want to know if she knew? She was the one who gave us this job. Does she know that my father also did it? 
That seems like way too much of a coincidence. I need to know if you knew that Zephyr's father... I scratch out Zephyr and just write Z. You knew Z's father was part of the last rite. Assign it M. Mm-hmm. Can he... Can your... Can your Rogar take this back to the... And then he sh- he understands language and everything, right? He he'll do what I ask. Yes. And then he can just message that back to you, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, and I write um in the bottom, uh, P.S. Burn this. I'll give this to Zephyr to give to Rogar. Yeah, cool. I I like hand it to him, and he like grabs it in his mouth. Um, and at, at we sort of bump foreheads, and uh, mm-hmm. and then he takes Aww. off. Um back towards the bulwark household. Okay. He takes off. It's going to take him a couple of minutes yeah, to get there. most definitely. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, no. What the hell? Also, um, I was talking with those three women that were at the party last night. They were... There was the, the, the half-elk and the, the, the half-orc and the, the, the dwarfin woman. I don't know if you spoke with them, but... Um, no, not directly, but they were pretty loud. They, I noticed them. I didn't recognize this last name until I thought about last night. Um, they said that their commanding officer is a Rodrigo Mount Blanc. So, maybe they're probably related. My patrons do not remember much past the last ten years. So hopefully, maybe he could give us some insight at the, as to when the last one happened. It was... It's not written down in that book of yours? Well, I mean, it, aside from that it happened... 40-ish years ago, and these were the people that performed the right. There's no really information about it. It seems that most things have been either redacted or not written down at all. Huh. I wonder. I don't know. Maybe I'm grasping at straws here. The Amber Eye thing is still sticking out at me, too. There are a lot of unanswered questions. There's a lot of missing information, too. Um, hey, DM. How long has the current king been crowned? Roll me history check. That is a 14. Round about 20 years. He was about 20 when he was crowned. Okay. Well, damn. So he would have just been born when the right mm. happened then? Yeah. Jackson has uh, a, a look of determination crossed over his face, and he looks at each of you and says, this is a lot mm-hmm. that we can't deal with right now. I need you. I need you both on your game because I don't know what's going to happen. I'm with you, Jack. You good, Saphir? We can't put this off. Saphir's looking at the ground for a second and then takes a deep breath and I'm ready. Let's get this done. Okay. Okay. You aren't sure where the warlock is leading you all. The mages' guild, the barracks, the castle. You are a little surprised when you are led back to the minecart station. Rather than loading up into the main network of tracks that you arrived in on, you were taken to a small side room that the astute of you may remember the final flight took the day before. You are taken to a smaller station. The carts are emblazoned with the Greynor G. The dragonborn motions for you to take a seat in a cart near the center, and you are soon off on a short trip. The cart grinds to a halt in the middle of the track, seemingly stopping almost nowhere except for being near a service station two human guards stand tall in fine leather armor they help the dragonborn warlock out 
and share brief words with him. And then they turn to Jackson. Okay, Captain. Uh, follow the counselor. You too. You sit tight. Uh, they'll be out in a bit. Um, we were promised uh, we could be outside the room. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. This is the room. All right, well... It, this is... With this all is due, it? With all due respect, I'm going to get out and stand. No. 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 I stand up. Sit down, shifter. Can I insight check this fool? Absolutely. I want to insight check this fool. Uh, 17. Do I believe him that this is the room? That this is the, the shrine of the forebearer? This yep. innocuous service station? I believe him? As far as he knows. As far as he knows. Okay. I, I'm gonna I'm stand up too. Fuck this. Fuck this guy. Uh, are you going to, are you going to try something? He's gonna turn towards Master B at this point. Counselor. You, you, can you control your people, please? Boys. I, I don't know what the king said to you, but this is. <sighs> he made us a deal that we would be able to accompany Jackson. Like we have all together for the past five of these that we've acquired. Make me a persuasion check at advantage. Yeah, you got Can it. Can I bardically inspire him? Yeah. Cool. Uh, you're you're you. inspired, buddy. I, I'm, oh, thank you, because I have a negative one charisma. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's an 18, all told. He, he takes a moment. Let me make some rolls here. Okay. Okay. Can I take the, just quickly, I, I have, standing up with them, can I just briefly take the measure of these two guards mm-hmm. as a military man? Absolutely. What would that be? Um, history. Because there is something very particular about them that even a low history is going to get you. 14. These are the personal guard of the king. These aren't huh. just schlubs. These are his men. Hmm. Jackson, you're standing the closest. Uh, I would like you... What is your passive perception? Uh, 14. Okay. And Mordecai, what's yours? 15. Either of you two would see this because you're kind of watching this unfold. You see Master B's hand dip into his robe pocket and twist for a moment and come out clasping his other hand with a brass bracelet on. Fine, then. Fine, then. Boys, if this comes down on anybody, this will come down on me. Gentlemen, please accompany me into the chamber. And he holds the door open for the three of you. I step outside the, the door, and while I do that, I just fucking lock eyes with the with the guard that was racist <clears throat> as fuck. I do not blink. I turn, and I am just fucking meeting his gaze. Yeah, I am mean mugging this fool. Jackson doesn't even pay attention. He's just singularly focused. The door is open, and he s- strides right through. Okay. Master B waits at the door, and as all three of you enter, he shuts it behind you. It's a large room, round, about 60 feet out from the center. 
In the center of the room, there is, for lack of a better term, a giant ornate bowl containing a singular chair. Divots are cut into it, matching another carved dish above. All right. All right, I am breaking every rule right now, but it's because I think there's something going on here. Yeah. I've thought it for ages, and this might be my only chance to see what's going on. Curiosity is getting the better of me here. I want you to know that. I might be getting myself in a lot of trouble. I might be getting the three of you in a lot of trouble. That's okay. The three of you seem like you're capable of handling trouble. So we're going to do this. Um, since he's doing this for us, um, he's going to hear in his brain, um, because he has that bracelet on, yes? Yes. I say, um, remember the name Sail and Not. Remember the name Greenstone. What is this? Oh, this is Zephyr. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> He puts a clawed hand to his face. I mean, why do I need to remember that? In case things go south because of what you're doing for us. That is a way to leave. (sighs) Okay. I'm extending this courtesy because of yours. I do appreciate what you've done for us. Addy's mighty fond of the three of you. And he says this looking at Jackson. Jackson has walked further in. He's like, there's a book somewhere and he's going to find it. You're actually not wrong, uh, because he pulls a book <laughs> out of his robe pocket, and it's a small book. It's oh, almost you ha- a Oh, you have it, Master B. Sorry, I thought it would be here somewhere. Yeah, no, it's it's right here. He starts flipping through it, and there's not many pages, but he lands on one. All right. Get in and relax. Um, This was intended for one person, but I guess the two of you can just kind of crowd in. You, you got to have to get comfy. Boys, you don't uh, have to go in with me. You can stay right here. Or one I'm, of you. I'm thinking that might actually be best. I gestured to the door. They're reporting back right now that something's fishy. We might have people come busting down this door here soon. Is it like a small chamber that he's about to like walk into off of this room? It is a central chamber. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I... Well, I'll, I'll like, you know, give him like a hand, like, like, like go on in. Um, and I'm just going to turn and just stand sort of guard. Okay. I think I'm going to as well. Okay. Like post up on both sides of the door, like Yep. Like we are we are we are this wall. Yeah, Jackson, you you've got this. And we will make sure that you get through this uninterrupted. I put put both my hands on your shoulder and I I, I look you in the eye and go, Remember the promise I made to you back in Concentre. Finish this. And bardically inspire you in case you need one. That's a D6? That's a D6, my friend. Shit, yeah, dog. Right. Thank you both. You got it, bud. Master B? Go ahead and get in. This one is going to be different from the other patrons, apparently. And he's continuing to read from the book. You're going to go into the forebearer's realm. He sleeps, but while he does, his realm is quite dangerous. Move quickly. Move quietly. Both ways. Near the end of the path, there is a black orb. Go no further than the orb. Take it in your hand and say that you are here to perform the rite of Aegis. The rite will happen. It will hurt. And then you will leave. Again, move quickly, 
Move quietly. Do you understand? I understand. Okay. Go forth. And I start snapping off armor pieces. You might want that. I will be quieter without it. Okay. Um, Zephyr, yeah, he, yes, he steps to the side. Um, you don't see him use a weapon ever, but he's gonna actually pull his, like, hand axe off of his belt. Mm-hmm. And, like, has it at his side. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try something. Okay. And I go over to Jackson and I say, as he's taking his armor off, it's like, I'm gonna try something. I don't know if this is gonna carry through. But, um, give me a second. And I, on my druid necklace, I grab the piece of wood mm-hmm. that's around my necklace, and I squeeze it tight, and try to channel as much of the, like, old nature druid magic that I, mm-hmm. I, the little bit that I learned, and muster, and I place my hand on your arm, Jackson, and I cast Bark Skin. Ooh. Your AC is 16. Nice! Regardless of what armor you're wearing. Mm-hmm. It's concentration for an hour. Uh, Jackson, roll me, what would this be? Roll me a wisdom check. Not a saving throw. Check. Oh my god. Natural one. <laughs> <laughs> you are so focused. You are so focused right now. Um, Last thing, Jackson. Do you want a dirty limerick to inspire you? Obviously. I'll be honest, I, I want one right now. <clears throat> Oh god, this one's good. (laughs) God damn it. Don't build it up so much. There once was a man named McGee, who was stung in the balls by a bee. He made oodles of money by oozing pure honey every time he attempted to pee. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, podcast over. We got it. Got it. Cool. 49 episodes. Sounds good. We'll just go ahead and lock this bad boy up. Ah. Ugh, okay. I've been sitting on that one for a minute. <laughs> I turn to Mordecai and Saphir and just briefly clasp arms, tattoo to tattoo with both of them. Hell yeah. Let's finish this. Mm-hmm. We got your back, Jackson. Couldn't ask for anyone better. <laughs> You climb in. Do you have your eyes open or closed as the lid descends? Eyes wide open. Eyes wide open. So this brass disc comes down and lowers on top of the lower dish. And you're in the chair. And the chair is surprisingly comfortable for also being made out of pure brass. Eventually the darkness just surrounds you. Even your elf eyes can't see in pure darkness. I don't like this. Forbear. Forbear. The dish smells sweet, faintly, like lavender and almond. You start to feel just a faint gust fill the area when you hear a small voice in the back of your mind. Jackson, you hear a voice in the back of your head that you have not heard before, at least in your head, but you've heard it in person. What the fuck? Another offering? Well, that's not supposed to be here. Jackson, you may want to hold your breath a bit. Terry, what are we... It's a good thing. Zephyr sent me along with you, whether he meant to or not. Terry, um... Don't worry. I grab my butt. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on to your butts. 
I don't think elves breathe out of there, but don't worry. I'm going to get you through this. Thanks, Carrie. Is Gaia there too? Or, or is it just I'm, you? I'm here. Carrie, I'm... I thought you can't come with me. Because we're in another, going to another patron's realm. The rules are different on this one. For some reason, Jackson, I would... I would be careful. And Carrie's not really here so much as... Whatever... Whatever Zephyr did out there for you sent some sort of aspect of Carrie along with us, at least for this part. I don't know how long they'll be able to stick with us, but we have this boon for now. You're not going to be affected by whatever it is they're trying to do to you. Okay. Walk. Let's let's do this. And I would like the two of you on the outside to make me a um we're going to call it a perception check because you two are perception. watching the door. 18 plus 321. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, 16. Uh, Mordecai, you are looking dead on at the door. Mm-hmm. Axes out, just like, ready. Zephyr, you're, you're kind of watching your six, even though there should be nothing coming from behind you. At this point, you trust Master B implicitly. But you watch him go to a wall, to the, like, a wall that looks stone, as far as you can tell. And he just reaches through it. And the second he reaches through it, the illusion is dispelled for you. I fucking spin on my heels. Mm -hmm. And you see him pull a series of levers. What is that? This is why I brought you in with me. I don't... I have this book here that tells me how to perform the Rite of Ages. But I've read the one for Carrie, and I'm relatively familiar with the other processes from talking to other people. This is unlike anything. I'm not sending Jackson to another realm. I'm sending him into the heart of the mountain. And he pulls the last lever. What? Does the chamber disappear? What the fuck? The chamber... You saw the top uh, disc descend onto the bottom one, and you saw it descend on a thick pole. And as he does that, the whole unit moves down, leaving a hole in the center of the room. I think Mordecai just instinctually like runs to the dome and like is placing his hands on it as it's descending, just not knowing what's happening. Master B places a reassuring hand on you. What the fuck? Mordecai, I don't know. I do know that this book is as old as the hills. This is how they've done it every time before now. I'm, I'm gonna, I want to roll an insight check on Master B. I hate that I want, I want to do that, but I'm going to. Okay, go ahead. Can I assist? Uh, um, that's okay. I got sure. I got Okay, I'll take advantage in case I get a twenty. I did sure. not. It's a 21. He's on the level. Okay. He thinks this is just as fucked as you guys do. Okay. God, this sucks. Oh, God. Jackson, you feel the pod lurch. 
which you get the distinct feeling you weren't supposed to notice. This is exactly what the drug that is being pumped in here was supposed to stop you from noticing. Carrying drugs yet again. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna refocus my attentions back at the front door. Okay. And um, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna get my shield out. Is Gary with me? Or no? Yes, Gary okay. is with you. Hell okay. yeah. I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna reference him and then didn't want him to not be there and that was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So okay. And that's something that you find exceedingly odd. Is that every you know, you've only had Gary for one other patron get, but Gary wasn't in the uh, in the realm of the general. Huh. Yeah, Gary, Gary or here's Yeah, boss. Watch my back, okay? Of course, boss. I don't know. We're not supposed to be moving. This is different. This is weird. Yeah, boss. This is... This is straight fucked. (laughs) All right, Jerry. You got my back. On my six. And the pod descends. Takes about three or four minutes. It's a long ride. And all the while, the two of you are watching and hearing the brass churn as this long pole seeming to push your friend deeper and deeper into the earth. But eventually it does stop. And Jackson, you feel the lid stop as well. And your part of the pod continues to descend down, down, down about probably another five stories further into the earth. But as it does, you start to be able to see again. Your eyes, which elven eyes are, of course, already attuned to darkness, grant you even further sight down here because there is light, limited though it may be. It seems as if there are some sort of magical lights scattered about, and the area you're descending into is massive. Hundreds upon thousands of feet of almost a jungle, a tiny city. It's hard to say at this point, as you're lowering within its boughs, jagged bits of metal and wood twist up above. It's hard to say heaven this far below. As the pod stops and you're able to get up and move around, you see that this isn't either of those things. It's no jungle. It's no city. It's a factory. It's a workshop. Twisted metal of furnaces and crucibles yawn up above you. You could only imagine what you'd be seeing right now if not for Carrie's help. Well... Um, I stay in the pod for a second. All right, sit rep. Gaia? Yes. Carrie? Silence. Right. I look around for the big red button that'll take me home. (laughs) You're not seeing a big red button, but as you lean forward, you feel the uh, chair in the pod shift a bit. You get the feeling that if you were to sit down at it again, the process would reverse itself. Okay. I step out of the pod. Do I see anything resembling the black orb? Uh, Not from here. 
Um, roll me a perception check. Fifteen. With the fifteen, you are able to hear first, and then eventually see a blue shimmer coming from the far, far end of the room, behind a couple of these towering crucibles, but you can see it from here. It sounds like lightning. It's foreboding. It's a new word, Gary. Foreboding. It's a good word, boss. Read it in one of those books. I just kind of stand there, crack my neck, roll my shoulders back. All right, boss. All right. We got this. You can't die on me. We got to read the, more of those in Arachnic books. Oh, I've got the second one right here. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> and I take off towards the lightning storm. Um, okay. I'll make a stealth check since I was told to be quiet. Yep. Go ahead and do that. That's a nat 20 because I don't have disadvantage. Big yeah, 20, dope. boys. All right, so that's yeah, going to carry ah, you through. Nice. Um, meanwhile, up above, Zephyr, you get a message back to your head. Rogar has made it home and carried the message with him. You don't get... Rogar doesn't frequently communicate in words so much as sounds, um, but he is relaying Leia's, the sound of Leia's voice back to you. Yes. Exactly. Nice. I, I figure I'm like, mm -hmm. I hear like a chirp. <laughs> that like I, I Your phone buzzes. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and and, and then I, I I got yeah I just tune into what he's hearing. Zephyr, how how could you possibly know that? The name Johnson, I don't know the specifics, but it indicates that your family was you were uh, adopted dishonorably. Something happened to your family that was not. It was not. They were stricken from the records. There should have been no record of your father's name anywhere. How could you have possibly even gotten the records of the previous? How could you know that? No, I had no idea. How could you? And I can't, I can't, I don't think I can say anything through Rogar, so Rogar's <laughs> just like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> no, there's no way. There's yeah. no way. Yeah, there's there's no way to communicate with, with yep. her. Uh, aside okay. from, like, telling Rogar to pick up a pen and write something. Right. A la Toothless with a, a, a stick. Exactly. Zephyr, are you good? Yes. Um, you sound, you, you sound out for yes, a second. Your, your mother did not know, apparently. I am. Um, whatever the okay. reason that the... No what? Nothing. Where'd you get that from? The book. From mm -hmm. our friend right here. What did you find? I was reading through the books you, you left me. I found out the, the names of the last people who did the right of ages. Mm-hmm. One of them is my father. And he slams his fist into the wall. I fucking knew it. Zephyr, you're the spitting image. You knew my father. I told you. I assisted with the last rite. Um, can I... Here's a question. Do yeah. I remember my dad having tattoos on his arms? No, you do not. Huh. Is this chance or did, do you think someone meant for this to happen? I don't know, Zephyr. Yeah. Hang on. Back up a second, Master B. You assisted with the last rite, but you didn't know that- I was a- I was an assistant to the assistant. I picked them up from the minecarts. Okay. I was- 
Maybe 15? At that point, I was an initiate. But you remember the man. How could you forget the rite of ages being performed? That's supposed to be a -a once-in-a-lifetime situation. I don't know what, what is going on or why I was chosen to do this, but... I have to believe that there was some reason behind it. I'm happier thinking it's just dumb fucking luck. The idea that something is guiding this is unsettling to me. Okay. My my father carried the same patron as I did. I don't know if there is some connection, some fate that tied us together, but nonetheless, here I am. Here you are. I just want to know what happened to it. And my mother. Let's, uh, let's unpack this later. We gotta focus. Yes. Jackson. Jackson, you make your way through silently, as silently as you've ever moved doing anything before. These twisting machines spiral above you, occasionally arcing above you, uh, creating this strange brimstone dungeon that you are working your way through. It takes about five minutes for you to make your way across this area, especially moving at the snail's pace that you are, but Eventually, you do find what was described to you. Two black obsidian pillars, each standing about two feet tall on a stonework altar. In between the two of them, a black orb, six inches wide on any dimension. It's about three feet away from the wall, and behind that altar, there is a door made of steel. Slightly ajar. What do you do? Uh, can I make a... Have I seen anything else moving or living? Nope. Okay. Gaia, are you still there? I am. Don't leave me, alright? It's you and me, Jackson. You and me. And me, both. You got my six. Alright. And I, I step forward... To set my shield on the ground, pull off a gauntlet, and put one hand on the orb. Make me a constitution saving throw and a stealth check at disadvantage. Con save. Uh, that is a 16. Okay. And stealth at disadvantage mm-hmm. is a... I rolled a 13 and a 17... And since I'm an elf now, I'm trained mm-hmm. in stealth. Okay. So that's a 19. Okay, very good. Oh, shit. Nice. Okay. You reach your hand out and you grab this obsidian orb. And you do your best to stifle back a scream as you take... Oh, here it is. Five lightning damage. Oh, okay. shit. Um, but you do save, so it could have been worse. Mm-hmm. Um, you have this orb in your hand now. What do you do? Kind of just take it and look around. Mm-hmm. And seeing nothing happening, I just... I'm here to perform the Rite of Aegis. The lightning stops. Orb suddenly feels heavier in your hand. And then as soon as it does, it starts to feel lighter and lighter and lighter. 
And as you look down, you see this inky blackness leave the orb and flow down your arm, creating the new tattoo. It's less distinct than any of the other ones you have seen. It's almost as if the other ones were inked on. This one almost looks like watercolor. You're seeing vague outlines form. Maybe a dragon, maybe an anvil, a hammer. It's hard to say, but it takes about 20 seconds. The orb is gone, and the tattoo is there. You are left standing at this altar, and in front of you is that ajar door. Make a perception check. It's another natural 20. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. You hear two things. From beyond that door, very, very faint breathing. From behind you, much more distinct footsteps. What do you do? I, hearing the footsteps behind me, I turn and take a couple steps in that direction. You steal yourself. Ready for whatever it is that's going to come around the corner. Is Gary still there? Of course I am, boss. Okay. What do you want? Um, I tell Gary to hide. You got it, boss. And he flies up uh, on one of the strange machines that is uh, next to you and uh, hides in a smokestack. My I plant my left foot forward and my right foot curves around behind me and I assume parry stance okay. and just wait. Okay. After a moment you see this figure moving towards you. It looks like it's made of earth in the vague shape of both a man and a dragon not like Saphir. Not like Saphir. The texture of its skin, for that lack of a better word, does have scales, but its face is that of a man. It has wings on its back made of mottled stone. And it looks at you. It reaches its hand out and creates a blade. Roll for initiative. <laughs> 18. He rolled like shit. Alright, Jackson, he is about 60 feet away from you. What do you want to do? Fucking hell. How big is this thing? Bigger than you, but not large. Okay, so we're only talking like 7 feet, maybe? Yeah. 7, 8? Okay. We're not talking about a building. Okay. Goliath's size, probably. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I take my full movement 30 feet straight towards him. Mm-hmm. Assume parry stance again. Mm-hmm. Bonus action for fighting spirit. I want to hold my attack for if he strikes at me. And as I take that stance, all I, I just drop and say, Are you the forebearer? I'm here for the right of Aegis. And that's my turn. Okay. He is going to attack you twice. He is going to run up and get in melee with you. Okay. Great. Okay. First attack is going to be... Um, a 17. Second attack is a 19. 
the 19 meats because I currently have 16 from Barkskin, mm-hmm. 16 from Barkskin, plus two from my shield, and plus one from parry. Okay. It's pretty good for no armor. Uh, that is going to be 14 slashing damage. Important question because this is the time to ask Is that magical slashing damage? Yes. Okay, then fighting spirit doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Oh. I knew it would come up eventually. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. So I get my held attack now? Yes. Do I get one attack or two? Uh, You held your attack action, so you can take both. Okay, great. So, all right, so then first held attack is a 22. That'll hit. Second is higher. Okay. Uh... It's going to be two hits combined. It's going to come to 24 damage. Okay, cool. You bring your uh, your scythe down on this thing and cleave into it handily. Has he made any attempt to speak? He has not. Okay. He seems pretty hell-bent on just destroying me. As far as you can tell. Okay. Uh, if you would like to trade one of your attacks this upcoming round here, because it is your turn again, uh, you can trade one attack for an insight check. No. Here's what happens instead. I'm going to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. All right. I've rolled a 15. Jackson is able to keep his head on his shoulders and think tactically about the situation. And he knows that this is his perfect time to strike. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make five attacks all at advantage. Yeah, oh, I'm going to attack. So I get two. I'm going to Jackson Surge and get two more. And then I'm going to War Priest as a bonus action and get five attacks all at advantage from Fighting Spirit. Fuck yes. Oh, Jesus. All right. Please tell me you at least, like, slide forward in a very dramatic, like anime stance like when you're done like scythe backwards and then like the guy freezes for a second and then like splits into a bunch of pieces yeah that's exactly what this moment is i i I telepath to gary and i say now and he just breathes and my hair whips in the wind and my cloak billows (laughs) and the scythe flashes some wonderful japanese pop band starts singing a song God, Attack da, da, da. one. I think it's baby metal. Baby metal. God, can I tell you? I like all I want is for baby metal to do our anime intros and outros. Mm. First attack is a twenty-three. Yep. Second okay. attack is a natural twenty. Oh, okay. Boy. Third attack is twenty-seven. Okay. Fourth attack is a twenty-two. Okay. Slow fifth fifth attack is another natural 20. Three hits, two crits. Three hits, right. two crits. All right. Well, that Do beautiful you... bean footage. Break out the dice roller app. So this is... Oh, my God. That's okay. a lot of dice. Okay, so... Okay. That's 78. 78. What's your attack? Uh, like your Here, hold modifier? on. I'm, I'm just rolling all of this because I'm just excited to roll this many dice. That's fair. It's a lot of dice to roll. You're already doing like a base at least 20 from your just your attack modifier, right? Probably. 
GM, I'd like to deal 74 points of damage. <laughs> Is it gone? Did I? You take me? your scythe and you just bring it down and down and down and down and down. And you open your eyes and whatever this thing was is gone. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> and Chase reevaluates how he balances every fight going forward. <laughs> I I slide the scythe out of its neck and extend one arm and Gary flies down to me and alights on my shoulder as I as I very quickly just make my exit. Okay. That soft breathing fades behind you as you make your way back to the pod. You climb in and sit back down. As you take your position, it shudders and begins to... You see the disc from above descend back down on top of... Because Carrie is no longer with you. As if no time has passed and you are back in the room with your friends. You gentlemen, for you it's probably been about half an hour. Tops. And you start to hear the gears behind you turn again as the pod alights back up into the room. Cool. Um, I, I, as I hear that coming up, um, Zephyr's going to stand between the door and the door to the pod, like wherever that would open. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a last second measure. I've if, like, actually been doing the same thing. And I've actually been uh, tossing up and down in my hands the bag of force seeds this entire mm-hmm. time. <laughs> Just waiting. So if you have to throw down a big wall for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Just holding okay. on to that. All right. Um, the, the pod shutters, stops, and opens, and Jackson... Like I said, it seems like no time has passed. I uh, step out of the chamber. How was it? Well? And I hold up the arm that went better than it should have. Let's leave. Mordecai's still watching the door. What was the forebearer like? I haven't met him yet. What? Roll me an insight check, Jackson. Whole time just tossing the bag. 13. You feel the spot in your mind where the forebearer is supposed to be. They're not there. Now, you did hear uh, Zephyr say when he was reading this morning, because he did have all of those books, that the forebearer is known for his silence. But this is beyond silence. This is, silence is the word you would certainly use for it if you were going to describe it in one word. But it's almost an absence of consciousness. It's a hole. It's a void. Boys, I don't understand what happened. I don't understand what hap- is happening. And we're not done yet, but I've got him and let's go. What happened down there then? There Talk was... and walk, boys. Talk and walk. And Master B... Master B, are you positive this was everything? He opens the book again, flips towards the end. Um, Jackson, he takes your hand lightly 
and he kind of pulls and examines and holds the the book pretty close to your arm. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Congratulations. You boys have the patrons. All of them. The three of you are now the most magical things in the entire Greenor Peninsula. Let's get out of here. I still don't trust this. We're going to take a minute and I'm going to put my armor back on. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Do you I will let us know drop what... concentration on Barkskin. While you armor up, do you like let us know what all happened down there? Or... Yeah, I give you guys, I don't hold back anything. The dragon humanoid thing with a, a flaming blade, does that, like, does that bring anything up? Arcana. This baby. That is 17. Baldred. Oh. You think back to Baldred. Wait. That motherfucker from Despera, Zephyr. Yeah. That guy you hate. Fuck that guy with the dank who you potions. Rem- Was he the trap maker? No. no. Dank potions. The potions. The dank that potion guy. Boy. With the contraband warlock stuff. Yeah. The forebearer. He was a contraband forebearer, and his focus that you now remember was a dragon wand. It's not... People outside of the forebearer typically don't know much about the forebearer, but he tends... When people depict him, he tends to take the form of a dragon. Um, you you killed the thing? I did. Um, I believe... You might have killed the forebearer. Impossible. What? The forebearer is always depicted as a dragon, is he not? Is he depicted as a dragon man? Why would he even be here? I don't. We've never, we've never seen any of the patrons. We weren't. We're not here, though. This wasn't here. This was. I went somewhere. I know. You went down, Jack. I know I went down, but. Master B, does the book say anything about the dragon man trying to kill whoever's doing the right? It says there is a guardian down there trying to keep intruders out, and it says that the guardian is not to differentiate between those performing the right of Aegis or consolidation so versus the any other intruder. Okay. What about that door, though? You said you heard something at the door? The black orb that I grabbed and then spoke the words like the book said, and then I heard through the door in front of me uh, something, whispers or crying or fear or I don't know, but the book said not to go there, so I didn't do it. The book says not to go. It doesn't say what's beyond it. All right. I wish I could tell you what's there. Frankly, I'm half tempted to go down myself, but I don't think you three would get back entirely in one piece if I sent you back with those fuckos out there. I've been wrong before on certain things like this, but something about this stinks. I no, it does. I That was different, guys. I... I didn't feel like I actually left. It felt like a, it felt like a trick. It felt yeah. like it felt like something. The second that ball started moving, I thought this was a trick. 
All right. Well, we need to we need to go. So yeah, let's let's, let's regroup. Let's let's get back to my folks' place. I sn- I snap the last pauldron on. That's double check. Safe as anywhere. Let's go. We could go back down. Excuse me. Master B is just looking at the pod. I could hit the switch, and we could all ride down together. And do what? See what's beyond that fucking door. I've spent my entire life being yanked around by the chain, and I have felt a lot of shady shit going on my entire life. We could just go down. We could see what's there. We could see what's going on. Take a breath. (sighs) Master B, you yourself trusted this book. You said it was older than the hills, but moments ago. Do you really think that this book would lead us astray? If it said do not go past the door, I do not think we should. Where did that book come from? The king gave it to me. Which is why I'm afraid. Boys, I'm in a lot of trouble already. I don't want to drag you down with me. If something happens to me, if this happens, if this all ends up and you don't see me, protect yourselves. I want to go with you. Protect the patrons. Go where? I'm not going back down. Not without all of you. I know, and I'm saying I want to go. Mm -hmm. I hate this. I don't know what is going on, but the minute we got here, I have hated this. I, it doesn't feel right. This feels wrong. Why is the forebear so different? Why, are, why is there such mystery surrounding him in the center of Bulwark where we're already under such scrutiny? Why are they trying to separate us in the first place? I feel like this was a trap for Jackson from the get-go. And they're not going to be satisfied until they get him. Let's flip the fucking table. Gaia? Yes, Jackson? I need some help here. Do we have the forebear? I sense the power, but I do not have a companion. Mordecai, do you want to do this? Yeah. All I know is that the fiends in my head can't tell me something. They can't. There's something up, and I want to know what it is. My only worry is that what if this guardian is not just there to keep people out? Jackson took care of one. If well, that the, was if the he's guardian. Keep, I know, if, and if if he took care of that thing so handily, and there's four of us down there, we're fine. There's not a single thing that they've been able to throw at us. Not the folks from beyond the wall. Not anything in the woods. Mordecai. Yeah. I would not be afraid of what's down there. I would be deathly afraid of what we find when we come back up. I know. Mordecai, we stand as a united unit with you. I cannot say anything against the king. I I, I look inward and I'm going to ask my uh, patrons if they have any insight. I sense incredible danger either way. This is incredibly dangerous, and we are thinking far too much about this, certainly more than they anticipated us thinking. This I know for sure. Who is they? Yes. Solid. <laughs> I um tap into uh Rogar feed, and I go, Rogar, stay with Leia. Be safe. <clears throat> I will return when I can. 
you will know when to come find me. Jackson, this is ultimately your call. This is dangerous, bordering on suicide, and you made a call already once. If we go back down there, they may know something's up fairly quickly. The king will certainly know something is up before too long. I haven't checked in in a while. I don't go dark for long. Certainly not when I am on a mission like this. The king will be curious soon. Gaia says we're not done yet. Alright. I turn around and walk right back into the chamber. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash anotherpathpodcast. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com forward slash anotherpath. A special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. Also, be sure to check out our sister show, Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop, over at PetShopCast.com. You can find me on Twitter, at ZQLoudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht, Griffin at Griffcold, and Zach at that guy Zach Rob. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then, remember that every new beginning is some other new beginning's end. Another Path Ages to be concluded.